Hello everybody, I am here again, your Yoga Sacred Space podcast and staying with the Yamas, I'm going to look at another Yama, which are the tenants of life and how to live a good life by looking at these tenants more deeply. So Asteya is a Yama, Ashteya, and just even saying Ashteya has a nice comfort to the vibration, a little vibratory frequency, Ashteya. And it means non-stealing. So clearly, I'm sure you and I understand it's literally not a good idea to come to my house and walk out with the candlesticks <laughs> or, you know, take from a store or shop that which is not yours. I think we know that as intelligent, good, upstanding people, yogis. But there's many other ways and we've got to understand these layers, these yamas, they're deep, layers and layers and layers to them. So there's ways of Ashteya of stealing is what Ashteya is teaching us. Um, lots of ways, and we might be all guilty of doing it unconsciously. But as yogis, we want to become more conscious in our behaviors to um, and adjust them accordingly, so we live, you know, a higher vibrational life, right? So some of the ways could be, you know, simply calling somebody when you know they're busy, you know they're busy with their child or their elderly parents or their job, and you call them with your problems and you just demand their time, a good friend or family member or just people in general. That's a form of stealing, that's stealing somebody's time. Uh, for example, at a yoga class, taking too long at the end of a yoga class with your teacher, knowing your teacher has just given you an hour to an hour and a half of their time and their wisdom and their teachings. And then the student steps back and stays too long, asking more questions, more questions. Um, you know, there's ways of just bombarding, bombarding other people with your problems, with your energy, uninvited to situations, you know, bombardment where there's no reciprocity in uh, the relationships, you know, that you're not, there's no give and take, that it's all one way. I think we've all experienced those kind of relationships at times. And there's got to be reciprocity in all relationships. So if that's happening to you, or if you're the one doing it, that's you practicing stealing essentially um just you know we can do things like well with money certainly we can steal money literally but how about not paying back money that you might have borrowed or not not even addressing it not paying on time not sticking to the payment plan with whoever it is whether it's a company or whether it's a friend. That's a form of stealing, delaying without, you know, talking about it and adjusting like, okay, so I still owe you this money, but I uh, want to talk about it and say, can I give it to you next week? That's at least you're addressing it there. 
So, but to just ignore it is a form of stealing because the person or the place or the company that you might owe to is, you know, they're aware that this is unpaid and it's stealing their energy, thinking about it, noticing it, you know, when you're dragging your heels. So if that's happening to you, or again, if you're the one doing it, we've got to learn how to well, how can I just be better here? How can I adjust and modify myself here? And the beauty of this, these modifications and adjustments that we make, that the Yamas are teaching us, is we get more energy. We gain more energy from adjusting our behavior because it's, it's a contracted sense of self, which is a drawing down kind of heavy energy, lower vibrational way of living when we are in the negative with these situations when we are unconsciously stealing from others and ourselves i mean there's ways you can steal from yourself you can steal from your very own future by not being present in your present moment there's a sense of theft there. You're skipping over valuable time, which is the, the now, the here and now, the be here now moment. If you're yearning and dreaming only of your future all the time, well, when is this going to end? When am I going to be here? When am I going to gain this? When am I going to have this? When am I going to accomplish this? When am I going to get my yoga certification? <laughs> you're stealing from the journey you know, of wherever it is you're aiming for, but you're stealing from your moment, your own, your present moment where all life flows through this moment. This is the only reality we have. So just, you know, in the future or looking back in the past, regretting, regretting, looking back, looking back, uh, or living in the past. Again, that's a form of stealing from yourself, not valuing yourself, not value, like comparing. When we compare ourselves to others, we steal from our own uniqueness. For example, if you're in a yoga class and you're looking across at others and you're saying they look better than you and you're wishing, you know, you could do what they were doing. And I am not talking about inspired looking we can look at others and be inspired. But when we are wishing ourselves and undervaluing where we are in our journey and in our process, we are stealing from our own uniqueness. You're devaluing, diluting who you are. You know, and then there's the opposite to that, which is superiority. That's a form of stealing. Arrogance, that's a form of stealing. They're stealing, draining energies, arrogant thinking, you know, you are better than this person because of your beliefs, because you're, you know, interested in spiritual life. Then you're judging, which is stealing. You are stealing from the projections upon others, wanting other people's lives, looking at other people's lives. This is stealing. This is what Ashtay is all about. Looking at others, whether it's their lives, for whether it's what they have, whether it's who they are, or whether it's the light or the wisdom or who what they are 
showing you and you feel envious of that rather than you know looking to yourself inspired by it going oh I am inspired by this I am excited to go towards this possibility in me this potential in me to knowing whether it's an asana pose whether it's knowing the end result of achieving a beautiful physical pose in its fullness or you know whether it's just that person's attitude you know um so it's about honoring ourselves and believing in ourselves i mean having lack of belief in yourself again uh, is a form of stealing not taking opportunities in our lives to grow that's a form of stealing interesting isn't it stealing from your future by worrying about your future that's what we do stealing from the present moment stealing from your future that is worrying comparing yourself as i said cheating yourself out of your own uniqueness you know and also you know not appreciating the simplicity of life not pausing in your present moment in your life going what a beautiful blue sky what a wonderful person in front of me what a beautiful cup of tea you know and the opposite to simplicity and noticing simplicity of life and pausing in it in the beauty of it and the depth of it what happens there is we get into excess and excess is we pile stuff on we you know consume too much television shopping food alcohol social social networking too much when we get into the excess of these things we have end up with a clogged mind a clogged body clogged arteries a clogged life even clogging your home with too much stuff having excess that is stealing form of stealing interesting isn't it and then there's the stealing from the earth that is what we do as that's what we've done we have over farmed mass produced and so now this is where we are we are looking and dealing with this issue right now hugely across the world that's stealing stealing from the earth ashtaya so how about we give back to the earth you know if we as there are lots of great programs now if you chop a tree down you have to plant too but we can apply that to our own lives just have a little something even in your you know utility room on a windowsill you can contribute to the earth by growing something from seed you know because we take so much from the great mother earth you know not being satisfied is a form of austerity with where you are with what you've got with who you are you know you've invested so much time in yourself and your uniqueness you know to not be satisfied and i know it's a process and it takes time for the full integration of yourself but the journey that we're on we've got to pause in satisfaction of like who we're becoming the journey is endless the process is ongoing but we've got to learn to pause and go that's pretty good i did that 
I did that instead of the opposite is like, that's not enough. I want more. I should be more. I need to be more. So, you know, learning to like sit with yourself and enjoy your achievements, whether they're super simple achievements or whether they're larger achievements. It's training yourself to sit with each step and appreciate all the time along the way, right? So it's interesting. There's so many ways of stealing Ashtaya. And we want to, as yogis, be as practice Ashtaya on all levels. And just again, I must say, when we practice these things deeply with full awareness, and we, you don't have to get it perfect every time, but it's to pause and reflect and go, okay, well, what was I doing there? And it takes your judgment away from others because you're studying yourself going, mm, okay, I need to change that behavior. And then what happens when you do? You gain energy, you come alive. And the reason is for that, behind that is your vibration has lifted up, gone up a few levels, and you feel good about yourself, you know. So, you know, putting up fences and barriers to things in your life, to experiences in your life, that's a form of stealing, not allowing yourself the potential to experience something new in your life. So therefore, that would be fear. You know, buying into fear, going, well, I'm not going there. I'm not doing this. I'm not signing up for that because of fear. You're stealing from the potential that that experience has to offer you to open your mind a bit more, to expand you a bit more, you know. So you're with friends and somebody's got an exciting story. And they start to tell their exciting story and you butt in and tell your story before they've even finished. <laughs> we've all done that or we've all experienced it. That is Ashtaya. And doesn't it make sense, guys, when we look at all these layers and all these levels of Ashtaya and we wake up and we wake up and come aware and go, well, okay, I'm not going to practice that. I'm going to ruminate and practice the opposite in the future. I'm going to stop and pause and let that person tell their exciting story. And I'll listen to the very end, not listening fully to your loved ones, your children, your friends, or just even the person in your supermarket who wants to tell you something that can be a form of stealing allowing somebody to finish their sentences rather than butting in going, I need to say this. So when we change these things, when we wake up to this wisdom, and this is ancient wisdom, but it's so relevant, right? You would agree. These behaviors, if we can just tweak them a little bit, our self-esteem grows. Things start to open. We feel a sense of openness inside us. We worry less, we're more connected, we feel calmer, we feel safer with ourselves. We feel safe with ourselves because you can trust the way you behave is on a level that is nourishing. 
and nurturing. So much so that your presence can be the cure for others just by showing up because you have modified these behaviors that have been unconscious until you've woken up to them and you've changed them and then you practice them. And that's where we deeply grow and expand, not just as yogis, as humans, as souls. So this is the deeper work, the yamas. And isn't it amazing to think that this wisdom was written about thousands and thousands of years ago. Patanjali put it down on leaves, but how relevant is it to our modern living, to the earth, to our environment, to our relationships, to how we survive in this world? It's incredible. I love these yamas. And truthfully, I have to watch and practice every day, all day, my yama awareness, as will you as a yogi, but we will do it together. And that is the beauty and the joy of the ancient philosophy of yoga. It doesn't judge. It just supports you to do better. So I'll leave you with that, my lovelies, and come join me. I have some teachings online, yogasacredspace.com. And you can just join up on my teacher training if you don't want to be in in person. Plus, I do have in person as well going on. And we look at all of this and we merge all of this into the totality of yoga. And this is the truth and the depth and the essence of what we are learning here. And it's not just of yoga, it's just how to live a good life. Very simply, if you never practiced a yoga pose, the philosophy is still very vital, very valuable to our lives. Thank you for listening. I am Teresa. And uh, I'd love if you share this podcast too to others who might be interested in this philosophy for life and high vibrational living, as I call it. Until the next time. Namaste and journey in grace.